the Podfix Network. Ready to do this? Do I look ready? (laughs) (laughs) You do look ready because you have your customary (laughs) jingling fingers up, which we now realize are, what do we call those? I just call them these hands. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to catch them, let me know. Well, in that case, I've got these. (laughs) Dude, your fingers from this angle and lighting look like you've been fingerprinted. Were you suddenly involved in a legal entanglement? I can't talk about that. Well, then we should podcast. And in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? Um, I am freaking fantastic. I have started my new year both merry and bright. How about you, buddy? Well, coming off of being joyful and triumphant... Mm. I can't help but be on another high. I've just gone from one high to an additional high. Agreed. I mean, it's just like the highs just keep on on coming with the with the moments of triumph. Did you have a great holiday season after the holiday party? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that set me up really well. And then going mm. into the rest of the holiday season, I couldn't help but have a really successful and enjoyable holiday season. It's a holly jolly Christmas, and it was for me. Yeah, and, and as the song goes, it lasts throughout the year. It does. It does. As long as we know that, you know, Frosty is going to get us one day. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing we keep in mind. Now, did you get a good gift? Any, any, any gifts of note you'd like to touch on briefly? Um, no, I think really my gift was to myself, and that was surviving the home reno, which is mm. now complete. Well, that's good, man. I think what I want to concentrate on is the fact that this is the first episode of 2020. Dude, we have perfect vision for this episode. Yeah, we're, we're entering a brand new decade, Adam. Yeah. We are indeed breaking not just new ground, but new ground with this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. There's no question. And speaking of that, and this actually started back in October, but I'd also like to say hello to our listeners on Radio Haver. Radio Haver. Yes. A good friend of mine, uh, Drew Carson, was nice enough to put our show on Radio Haver. We've been there for a couple of months now, a little bit, little bit more than that. We've got a, uh, already a very generous audience there, and I just wanted to say hello to them and thank them for tuning into us. And Happy New Year to Radio Haver listening audience. Yeah. Happy New Year, indeed. Getting back to 2020, it's going to be a really exciting year. You probably know this because I know you're into this, but this summer in mid-July, we have Summer Olympics. We do have the Summer Olympics. Our, I am a huge Summer summer Olympics fan. I love watching the games. I love having on. It is a lot harder nowadays with the internet, um, you know, to kind of know what what happens before it happens. But man, this brings back childhood memories of getting around the TV every night, watching the Olympics and watching the games. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so so 2020 is a summer Olympic year, and I'm looking forward to that. Well, obviously, we'll cover that and talk more about it when it actually happens. But six months from now, summer Olympics. Yeah, and don't forget that uh, you know the Sochi Olympics was the fateful Olympics where Jim Brockmeyer gave Bob Costas pink eye in both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
a little known rivalry that we've touched on a couple of times already. It's surfaced several times throughout the holiday season. So now we can just tie that thing full circle. Yeah. And it's going to come back. We will bring that back up (laughs) because I like reflecting on that. All right, Adam. Well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special day so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Let's do it. I will get us kicked off because today, today, people, if you, if you forgot to celebrate, it's not too late. The day's not over. But today is National Kiss a Ginger Day. Well, if I could choose any ginger, I would choose today Karen Gillan of Doctor Who fame and now of the Jumanji series. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I haven't seen the latest Jumanji, but I remember her in the first one and I really enjoyed it. She, she, she was great. Brilliant is the word you're looking for. And... That brings us to tomorrow, which is National Rubber Ducky Day. Now, I know that from talking to Chelsea, you still have yours. So to you, we'll celebrate this for you, National Rubber Ducky Day. Of course. And I I want to celebrate this day by playing uh, behind us, of course, the very popular and very well-known Ernie Rubber Ducky, You're the One song. As made popular by Ernie. Yeah. We love you, Ernie. Indeed. Uh, Tuesday, Adam, is National Dress Up Your Pet Day. And National Hot Pastrami Sandwich Day. Now, are you going to combine these and dress your pet with a a hot pastrami sandwich? Yes, which is exactly what we did a couple years ago when this day popped up. We did, in in proper tradition of this week today, we did combine the two and we suggested to all of our listeners to dress their pets up as pastrami sandwiches. Well, we did, and it was glorious. It was a lot of fun and glorious. It was. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to dress your pet up as a pastrami sandwich and then post those pictures uh, either to our Twitter, uh, tag us in Twitter, or post them in the Gravity Beard Interns group, we, we we would love for you to do that. Yeah, and I'm sure if you do that, you'll get a slice of cheese thrown on your pastrami pet by the great Casey Jones, our cheese bandit. That's right. The cheese bandit. We love him. Hey, Casey. Yeah, hey, buddy. Well, on Wednesday, the 15th, that brings us to National Booch Day, brother. National Kombucha Day. How about that? I'm excited about that day for you because I know that you enjoy kombucha. You know, and I also like saying National Booch Day. (laughs) I I enjoy you enjoying that. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that takes us to uh, Thursday, Adam. I don't know exactly how to react to this day, but Thursday is National Without a Scalpel Day. Yeah, I can't celebrate this one because I, not a day goes by that I don't have my scalpel with me, so I'll have to abstain from this one. I was wondering if this is where where the community of surgeons try to perform their normal procedures just not using a scalpel. Yeah, they use like a buoy knife or something. <laughs> yeah, something. So, so I... This day makes me a little nervous. Most days I like to celebrate quite a bit. I've enthusiastically jump in. This one, I'm just going to suggest to all of our listeners that if you have any surgeries scheduled for Thursday, go ahead and reschedule those for Friday. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And if you do, it's going to be a great day because Friday is National Bootleggers Day and National Hot Buttered Rum Day and... Uh, and exploring my great state in God's country of Texas, I was in a speakeasy the other day. So, are you serious? Yeah, yep. Uh, out in Green, wow. we went into a speakeasy. It was awesome. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was amazing. By the way, like a dream come true. So, I'll be definitely celebrating this day, bootlegging and hot bud rum day. Well, we've talked about your move to Texas quite a bit, but I just want to, I, I just want to say, I'm really. It's been. It's made me very happy 
to watch you embrace your your new hometown and your new home state the way that you have. It's amazing, dude. And I appreciate the warm welcome. Yeah, for sure. Well, I suggest that everyone wrap up a great week of celebrations by celebrating on Saturday something I'm very much in favor of, which is National Winnie the Pooh Day. Yeah, I'm going to be celebrating this one as I have been since I was a child. Well, I, for one, love Winnie the Pooh quite a bit and uh, have for a long time. Sounds like you have too. And so I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of all things Pooh. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, same. I mean, it goes back to my fondest and earliest memories are with Winnie the Pooh saying, oh, bother, you know? So <laughs> love Pooh. Love Winnie the Pooh. And letting people know that it's a rather blustery day. That's, <laughs> that's right. And getting stuck in the honeypot. Classic. Yeah. And, and then, of course, whenever I can't think of something, I go into my think, think, think pose. <laughs> that's exactly right. And then being interrupted by Tigger. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, but in a really aggressive way where he usually knocks me over. Yes. It's kind of like the original Kramer, if you will. <laughs> yeah. God, what a great funerary thought of that. <laughs> Next. All right. Well, with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. Dude, one of my favorite subjects ever. Let's crack this chestnut open. Do it. All right, I'll get us kicked off. This week, Adam, in 1803, Thomas Jefferson requests funding from Congress to finance the Lewis and Clark expedition. By the way, I didn't know that Congress uh, financed that. I didn't know that that's I don't how think I did either. Down. I thought yeah. it was kind of like a rogue thing, just, hey, we're doing it. No, it was official U.S. business. Jefferson asked for $2,500 from Congress. Now, to put that into perspective, that's almost $57,000 in today's dollars. Hmm. Although some sources indicate that the expedition ultimately cost closer to $50,000 in 1803 dollars, which is equivalent to $1.1 million today. Well, I feel like it's a small price to pay, right? To traverse the entire country on foot, (laughs) you know? So they went in asking for X dollars, and it turned out to be Y, and Y was 20 times the original estimate. <laughs> yeah, they did not estimate their budget projections very well. Yeah. No, they did Boy, not. If I, if I did that, if I gave them, if I gave my company an estimate that the cost was 20 times that, I would be looking 20 times harder for a job the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think anybody would be. <laughs> well... Fast forward almost 100 years later, or a little more than 100 years, Henry Ford sets the land speed record of 91.37 miles per hour on the frozen surface of Michigan's Lake St. Clair. Holy crap. He was driving a four-wheeled vehicle, dubbed the 999, uh, with a wooden chassis but no body or hood. Ford's record was broken within a month at Ormond Beach, Florida, which wasn't too far from my old crib. Huh, no kidding. Uh, A wooden chassis. (laughs) And let's not like blow past the fact that like cars were new and that was 91 miles an hour in 1904. I got hung up on frozen surface. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, good for him for getting to 91 miles an hour. I would like to have been there to see how he stopped. <laughs> he didn't. He just kind of, he, we never saw him again. He just sailed off <laughs> into the Great Lakes. <laughs> Gosh, that's what I'm afraid of. This week in 1919... Molasses floods the street of Boston, killing 21 people and injuring many others. Dude, that that molasses flood is no joke. It wrecked Boston. I think that like the actual casualties are much higher than that. Um, that there was a, a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, I bet. I can only imagine. And you know, flash forwarding uh, in 1932, the first elected female senator. 
Nice. Good for her. All right. Well, this week in 1943, FDR becomes the first president to travel by airplane on official U.S. business. That's dope. And also seems way late in the game, no? I thought so, too. Well, two years later, Hitler descends 55 feet into his bunker where he remains for 105 days until he commits suicide. So, in your bunker, Hitler. (laughs) Wow, what a bummer. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, this week in 1953, the Corvette is unveiled at GM Motorama Auto Show. That's a pretty big deal, dude. The Corvette is a classic icon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the following year, 1954, Marilyn Monroe marries Joe DiMaggio. Now, it's also a legendary wedding. And and that turned out so well. Yes, not a thing went wrong at all. No, they were, they were together for decades. And everyone lived happily ever after. Happily ever after. <laughs> well, this week in 1968, Johnny Cash performed at Folsom Prison. I mean, this is like a, a week full of legendary moments, I feel. Yeah, no kidding. How many A-list pop stars do you think have performed in prisons? Well, I know Metallica has. Okay, so that's two. Metallica has. There has been more. Yeah, I think people like... It's kind of like a rite of passage, you know? If you get to a certain level of status, you have to go perform at a prison. Huh. Which is kind of ironic. (laughs) It sure is. And to uh, close us out here, in 1972, American Pie hits number one of the pop charts. That was such such an iconic song, man. I mean, this is... What a a great week in history. Yeah, isn't that amazing? What a bunch of cool events. Yeah, absolutely. Next... All right, Adam, it's time for the news. Yes, cue that jingle. All right, Adam, I have a tale to tell you. Yes? It goes something like this. Ronald Wayne White's job as a defense contractor, frequently took him overseas. But he would always call his mother, Doris Stevens, who lived in New York, at least every two weeks. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) However, she became suspicious when the call stopped and she was unable to reach him on his birthday in 2017. (laughs) Okay, wait, what? So she calls the police and they tell her, well... You, it's not a missing person investigation because he's an adult and he's known to travel extensively. Right. And she's like, well, um, okay, but this is kind of a break in a pretty consistent pattern. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, what she'd like to do is hire a private investigator, right? Because she's not getting any cooperation from police. Sure. But she doesn't have the money. So family members search all of his previous addresses, but this yields nothing. It also does not reveal the apartment that he has in DeSoto, Texas. Huh. And DeSoto, Adam, is, oh, probably about 30 to 40 minutes south of where I live. So pretty close. Right. They did not know that he had an apartment in DeSoto. Now, there had been a complaint from a neighbor downstairs from him about a liquid coming through the ceiling. Oh, no. But maintenance workers... You know, moved on after they inspected it, and but no one entered Ron White's apartment. And so, by chance, the police were investigating how a number of rented units in the apartment block were not using water. Right. I guess that's a thing. Does that happen? Like, we're, we have to go investigate because there's a bunch of apartments that have been rented, but no one's using water out of those apartments? I never heard of that. 
it is suspicious, but odd that that would be something that sets up like a red flag. Yeah, well, whatever. So that's the reason why police, the police investigated some apartments in this complex is because a number of units weren't using water. And so they, they forced open the bolted door uh, on one of these units and found White dead on the kitchen floor. Oh, no. Poor White. The medical examiner concluded that he had been lying dead in his Dallas apartment for three years. Oh, my God. Which, I mean, if you go back, it didn't that, <laughs> didn't you say like the call stopped and like three years later she noticed? Yes. Yes. She's like, wait a second. I haven't heard from my son. In three years. Which he, used, he used to call every two weeks. Now I haven't heard from him. Yeah. He had been okay. dead in his apartment for three years. So wow. Adam, as you suspected a moment ago, the liquid oozing through the ceiling to the f- apartment below was his decaying body. Oh, my God, man. What a disaster. Yes. Dude. Is that not unbelievable and disgusting? It's horrifying. I'm also a little miffed at why it took the mom three years. You hint my shock earlier. Like, hold on a second, because this doesn't make any sense. Well, he's an older guy, so his mother's even older. You know, I mean, she's probably in her 80s, and she lives in New York. And yeah, I don't know. What, what, what resources does she have except just to call other family members and kind of poke around? Like, what is she going to do? Well, yeah, but if, if, if you didn't call me for like a month, I would be suspicious. Yes, but I'm. But I could just. You, one of us could just get in the car and drive to each other's houses. Cause, you know, she's she's probably a woman in her 80s that lives in New York and doesn't have a lot of resources. No, I mean, I, I get that. I'm not. I'm not discrediting that fact. And she's old and doesn't think about it. But like you know, Saul, who lives in states away now. Right. If I don't hear from him, I I'll start to wonder. You know, it isn't going to take me three years. To be like, man, fuck, I haven't heard from Saul. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you had this question, but one of the questions I had was was. Is he paying rent? Like, what was he paying? How was he paying rent during that time? Right, unless he had like an auto draft or something, which could be plausible. Okay, so it said that later on in the article, it said rent was taken out of his account via direct debit every month. But then I had the follow up question: Didn't he run out of money in that account? Yeah, I mean, geez, over that's three a, years. That's a hefty sum, unless you got money for like three years of rent. <laughs> Well, let's just say that his that his rent was a thousand dollars a month, which is probably less. Let's just say it's half that. Let's say it's five hundred. That's six thousand dollars a year. So, did mm-hmm. he have twenty grand in an account to cover rent and never run out? Yeah, that seems unlikely. Right, that's unlikely for ninety nine percent of people. <laughs> I thought that was weird. It also said that his pickup truck was in a public parking area of Desoto Town Center, the parking garage gathering dust but was never reported as suspicious yeah that's weird man that's three years so we had apparently three years worth of rent in an account that was being direct debited and no one thought it was weird that his truck never moved for three straight years yeah and and that's kind of like a harrowing thought right like if you set up your stuff there's a good chance that nobody will know as long as your bank account doesn't run out and even still what were they going to do if he ran out of money like i mean how long would it take for them to come knock on his door like hey you owe rent I would think that would just take a couple months, though, right? Yeah. I don't know. I thought those details were very strange. It also says the police found medications for diabetes uh, inside the apartment dated 2016. Oh. Ronald Wainwright was uh, 51. Uh, poor guy, man. What a tragic end. You know, like yeah. nobody wants to die alone in their kitchen. No, no. Yeah. So, 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 so super sad story. 
Yeah. Oh, that's terrible, man. What a downer. Way to start the year in a downer. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Adam, I think I know how to recover. Yeah? Yeah, and that's by reading the headline that, unfortunately, we don't have time to get to today, Adam. Ah, dang it. All right, what is it? Russia's greatest Napoleonic reenactor found drunk in a river with severed arms of his lover in his backpack. (laughs) Wow. Wow, man. That's... I don't even know... Like, first of all, those combinations of words don't usually go together. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, do, do they not? Which part of the combination do you think not goes the best? Yeah, water and Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> so you're totally fine with um, drunk in a river with severed arms of his lover in his backpack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. not out of the ordinary. Well, we apologize, as usual, to our listeners, but we promise we will make every possible effort to get to this story on a future episode yeah that sounds more like an impossible whopper than a real whopper (laughs) man i'm so good at this i see what you did there (laughs) see that's a verbal maneuver that keith could never pull off (laughs) in your face pop-up film cast all right adam why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners let's do it And when we return, Celebrity Birthdays, a special guest segment for our Radio Haver listeners, and a surprise from one of our frequent hotline callers. Yes, right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Pocket Chimps. (laughs) Have you ever wanted a chimp to hold your pen? Regular chimps are just too large and free-spirited for your daily commute or a casual trip to the marketplace. You, my good citizen, need a pocket chimp. Feel the sweet cooing of a small chimpanzee whispering sweet nothings into your ear. (laughs) Or receive sound financial advice from a minuscule ape after you've gambled away your life savings betting on the pigeon races. (laughs) Our pocket chimps are fully featured and come in economy and luxury models to suit your lifestyle. (laughs) Order now and receive a bonus gift of monkeys in a can for all your water polo and housekeeping needs. Pocket chimps. Pack a pocket full of chimps. Dude, that sounds awesome. At first, I thought it was talking about pocket chips, like potato chips, and I was like way ahead of you. But then they said chimps. And I was like, you know what? That will be a perfect compliment to Squatlers. You're like, yeah, I need a pocket chimp and I need them now. Instantly. We should get some of these for the campus. So these are, these, I love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll reach out to Keith in procurement and have him... Uh, He's in charge of procurement, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is now, if not four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, uh, we'll, we'll get on pocket chimps right away, and we'll have those all throughout campus. Bam. Done. All right. For more information about pocket chimps, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, Adam, I think it's time for birthdays. Dude, I love birthdays. They're fun to celebrate. I agree. Well, let me get us kicked off. Today is the 56th birthday of Jeff Bezos. I think we all know who that is. Mm-hmm. It's also the 66th birthday of Howard Stern. Do you remember when he like shook up the conservative community back in the 90s? It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. And it's the 69th birthday of Kirstie Alley and Rush Limbaugh. Wow. The big 6'9". It's a perfect age, if you ask me. Did you think that Kirstie Alley and Rush Limbaugh were the same age? 
N- not in one million years yeah, would I ever guess that Kirstie Alley and Rush Limbaugh would be the same age. I agree. Yep. Well, you know, tomorrow is an actress from one of your favorite shows, Julia Louise Dreyfus. That's right. She's also in a second amazing show called Veep that I actually haven't seen. I've only just seen parts of it, but it's it's also quite good. Well, she turns fifty nine, so that's a it's 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 a precursor to the best years of her life. So that's pretty good. <laughs> um, you know, and on Tuesday, one of my favorites, LL Cool J, turns fifty two. He's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dave Grohl, who is probably, I mean, one of the greatest humans on the planet, he turns fifty one, which is almost unbelievable. Jason Bateman also turns 51. Carl Weathers turns 72. And Slick Rick, not Frosted Flake, turns 55. God, how about that lineup of birthdays on Tuesday? What a day of days, man. Jeez. Well, on Wednesday is the 41st birthday of Drew Brees, who's not showing any signs of slowing down. No, he's kicking ass all over the place. Yeah, for sure. And then on Thursday is the 40th birthday of Lin-Manuel Miranda, who, of course, of Hamilton fame the 61st birthday of Sade, and the 40th birthday of Albert Pujols. Sade, or as I like to say, Sade. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Friday's another zinger. Okay, so first of all, Jim Carrey turns 58. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, Betty White, okay? Sliced bread is the greatest thing since Betty White. She turns 98, bro. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> How in the world, man? So, uh, continuing on down the list, you have Zoe de Chanel. She turns 40, and she's incidentally one of Phil Kirshner's favorites. Not surprising. Phil Kirshner loves Zoe de Chanel. She's pretty amazing. And the pictures of her without bangs are astounding. Um, <laughs> without bangs. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, Lil John and Kid Rock both turn 49, which is also insane. Um, James Earl Jones, the mighty James Earl Jones, he turns 89, bro. Yeah. 89. And uh, Mari Povich turns 81. He doesn't seem like he's that old, but my God, he's 80 freaking one years old. <laughs> or just happy birthday, Mori. Right. right. <laughs> Touche. And to wrap us up on Saturday, Kevin Costner, the great Robin Hood himself, turns 65 years old. And that's Chris Braden's, one of Chris Braden's favorites. Ah, nice. He goes out of his way to celebrate the birthday of Kevin Costner every year, for sure. I mean, as we all should and do. So what another legendary week of birthdays, man. Absolutely. All right. How about some born this week, but now dead? (laughs) (laughs) What a great way to start the new year with a classic Clay Groves moment. Thank you, Clay Groves. And I do have born on this day, now dead. I have two of those. The first one is Muhammad Ali, who died in 2016 at the age of 74. Today, he would be 78. Oh. And the second one is Ben Franklin, who died in 1790 at the age of 84. Today, he would have celebrated his 230th birthday. (laughs) Long live Ben Frank. Actually, for someone to die at 84 in 1790, that's about double life expectancy at that time, was it not? Yeah, you've defeated all the odds. All of the odds possible. You've defeated them all. Absolutely. Next. All right, Adam. Since we are now on Radio Haver, Mm -hmm. I thought that we would do something that they specifically could appreciate. Okay. All right. It's a pretty bold statement. Well, I want to call this segment Scotland Fun Facts. (laughs) Do we love facts? Yeah. Darn right. (laughs) 
And we love Scotland, so... <laughs> yeah, 100%. Why, why not combine the two and do a segment of Scotland fun facts? Let's see if these are actual accurate facts. Well, since you said that, I want to know from our listeners on Radio Haver if these are accurate. So they can either call our Google hotline number, which I don't know if they even can because I think it's a long-distance number. But in any case, that number is 321-465-2180. If they can't do that... Then they can email us at thisweekpod at gmail That's thisweekpod at gmail Or they can find us on social media. You can look up Gravity Beard or This Week Today or whatever. But we're out there. But but I want I want them to listen to these fun facts and then let us know if we got them right or not. Are you ready? I can't wait. Okay, fun fact number one, and I got these from the internet, so they have to be right. Yeah, they're probably true, for sure. Scotland fun fact number one. Let's do it. The world's shortest commercial flight is in Scotland. It connects two of their islands. The flight can be finished in 47 seconds, and it spans just 1.7 miles. Okay, that's pretty fascinating. Do you think they have a, like, a drink service or anything like that on that flight? Yeah, I think it's full, it's full food service. Like you have a meal. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, yeah. that's, that's long enough for a meal for me. So, And I believe it's spinach quiche. Ooh. I mean, year-round, or you think they switch it up? Oh uh, no, that's just in the fall. In the in the spring, I think it's I think it's like a like a spring mix salad. Oh well, that would be good. Something light, not too heavy. That's exactly right. Perfect. Fact number two: There are an estimated three thousand castles in Scotland, which equals one castle for every one hundred square miles. Wow. Fact number three: The first football match was played in Scotland in eighteen seventy two. It was played at the West of Scotland Cricket Club. Scotland, of course, is also the birthplace of golf, which has been played there since the 15th century. Wow. So did you know that football and golf both originated, uh, two of the world's most popular sports originated in Scotland? Dude, Scotland is like leading the world in sport initiations. Fact number four, the unicorn is the official animal of Scotland used because of its nobility and purity. That is awesome. I love that fact. I want to be from a country whose official animal is the unicorn. Yeah, I feel like the unicorn would kick your ass, especially if it's Scottish. (laughs) Just a real angry Scottish unicorn? Yeah, but it's noble, you know? (laughs) He just goes around stabbing people? Yeah, look how noble that was. Specifically, the Scottish unicorn, the one that's their their national animal, is named Stabby. It's Stabby the Unicorn. (laughs) Oh, Scotland, that's amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah, his, his full name is, is Stabby the Scottish Unicorn. He's the <laughs> official animal of Scotland. Yes, I love that so much. Now, I encourage uh, any of our Radio Haver listeners, if that's not correct, what I've just shared, please reach out to us and correct me. Yeah, I can imagine somebody being like, hey, a simple Google search will let you know that these are the real answers. And then to which we would say, but that's more than a cursory research. So thank you for doing the work for us. <laughs> That's right. So I need to hear from you if all the facts, all the details that I just shared are correct. All right. Last Scotland fun fact. Bonnie Bridge, a small town in Scotland, has become notorious for UFO sightings. There are more than 300 UFOs reported every year. Wow. That's almost one a day. Yes, it is. Hmm. That's really interesting. And there you go, Adam. Scotland fun facts. Man, I love Scotland fun facts. And I love Scotland. Liz and I are 
desperately trying to take uh, a couple of weeks, uh, one of these upcoming summers, to go to Scotland and hang out for a little while. Gosh, I, I, that, that's on our list, but I have so many children that it'll probably never happen. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, you know, we are, we, I mean, we can both work remotely, you know, so we were thinking about going over to Scotland and camping out for a couple of weeks and, you know, taking vacation, but if we have to, we can just work. As long as we have the internet, we can do our jobs. It's, it's great. Yeah, that's great. I'm actually reaching out to a number of airlines to see if I can trade my kids for miles. Oh, yeah. No, no. They do that, uh, especially over the summer. It's an exchange program. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they even teach your kid la- uh, labor. It's it's great. Wow. Okay. Well, then good news, Scotland. Here comes the TOEF. Yeah. the uh, Dude, we'll do a live podcast from Scotland. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Next. All right. Well... Adam, I have just one more thing before we go. Okay, well, at least there's one more thing. A little bit of a do left. Yeah, and it's it's a little piece of audio that I like to call Sing Along with Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> this is going to be great. And here it is. This is Emperor Palpatine, and this is how I talk. With all of the impeachment hearings going on, I am reminded of just how overcome with joy I am. And so I must sing to you a song of my favorite American lyricist, Rebecca Black. (laughs) When she sings, It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend, Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, partying, partying, yeah, partying, partying, yeah. Fun, 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 looking forward to the weekend. Yes, this is Emperor Palpatine, and this is how I talk. Huh. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, I'm almost at a loss for words. <laughs> I'm trying to tie together the impeachment hearings with Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Is there a connection there that I'm missing? Um... I don't know that there is, but I'm certainly not going to question Emperor Palpatine. No, don't get it twisted. No, no question. I'm just trying to understand the brilliance. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't know the connection either. Uh, I'm certainly not going to call him out on it. Nope. I'm also not going to call him out on the fact that that wasn't really as so much singing as more like spoken word. It was a spoken word piece, um, though in my head I was jamming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I think the only thing I really want to say is uh, I can't get enough of Emperor Palpatine. So if you want to, uh, I'm speaking to the emperor here. If you want to submit more singing audio, we'll do more segments of singing, singing along with Emperor Palpatine. I think we owe it to ourselves and to our listeners. (laughs) I do as well. That's exactly what I thought. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I hope that our listeners on Radio Haver enjoyed sing along with Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because I know I did. <laughs> and I'm, I'm beside myself. I loved it so much. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if I could be so bold, and I, I'm really nervous even doing this, I'd like to request of Emperor Palpatine that the next song that he sings maybe be of Scottish origin. Ooh. 
challenge for the Emperor Palpatine. I have yeah, full see, confidence that he can do it. See if you can go find a Scottish pop song or a Scottish folk song. And for our next segment of Sing Along with Emperor Palpatine, maybe maybe that would be your choice. Yeah. Next. All right. Well, Adam, that brings us to the end of another episode of This Week Today. Dang it. I always hate when we have to come to the end of another This Week Today. Yeah. But the good news is there's another one right around the corner. Yes. Makes my heart and my soul happy. Well, let me just finish up with some brief credits. Come join us in our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. That's where we have serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. Call us on the hotline if you like. That number is 321-465-2180. If you enjoyed the show, please tell another human about it. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. You can now listen to our show on Radio Haver. Here's some details. Our show airs at 7 a.m. on Thursday mornings and 8 p.m. Friday evenings at Central Time. Check us out along with all of the other great content at RadioHaver.com. The music from our show is by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toph. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Later. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. One, two, one, two. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Jam another one. Jam another one. Sibilance, sibilance, sibilance. <laughs> no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to make that joke very often. Damn, we're funny. We are so good. We are so good at podcasting. In the words of Nacho Libre, we are the best. <laughs>